now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, getting you ready for Rangers tonight, Game 3 ALCS, 7.03 first pitch. Chris Blake joining us now. Texas Rangers insider has been part of the Texas Rangers radio network and has been around this team for his entire life. And, uh, Chris, this could be – it's great to have you back. This could be one of the wildest atmospheres we've ever seen in Arlington. That first crowd back in the day was incredibly loud. You would have been very young for that one back in 1996, the old ballpark. This is going to be pretty crazy. Um, are you uh, – are you kind of are you ready to go? Are you going to experience this thing in the press box, or are you going to you going to venture out there into some seats? No, I will be there as a fan tonight. Uh, I'm not working the game tonight. Uh, Jared Sandler has been handling those duties since Eric Nadell came back. So I'm going to get to go experience this as a fan tonight. Uh, I will say, I am not typically one of those people that contributes to that <laughs> noise when I'm in a crowd, um, but I will appreciate the atmosphere nonetheless yeah and it, you know this news that evan carter is going to bat in the three hole uh, how amazing is that he didn't start the last game and now he's going to be in the three hole as a 21 year old rookie i mean they moved him up to the five hole now he's going to be at three and and uh bochi was asked about like why is that and he said well my question back to you be why not why wouldn't we do this? And I'm sure the answer is this guy gets on base constantly, and he has ever since he's come up, and he's done it all throughout the postseason. So, you know, put him in there uh, behind Seager. Were, were you a bit surprised, though, even as great as he's been, to see him up there in that three-hole where they've, uh, you know, obviously had either Grossman, Garver, or others? I'm not terribly surprised because I feel like coming into this series there was some discussion about – whether you would move him up to the three-hole. Other candidates, including the guys that have been there so far, like Garver and Grossman. And I think one of the reasons Bruce Bochy likes to have somebody like that or Robbie Grossman, who I know fans are not wild about hitting in the three-hole sometimes, behind Simeon and Seeger is because those guys swing so early in the count almost every time they hit, which is not a bad thing. It works for them, but at some point, you need a guy who's going to slow down the game just a little bit, make the opposing pitcher throw a few pitches. Robbie Grossman does an exceptional job at that. Mitch Garver, not to the same extent as Grossman does, and we've seen Carter work some long at-bats here. And I mean, if you're looking for a guy to get on base ahead of Adolis Garcia, there's not really a better option in the Rangers lineup. He's got a 536 on base percentage in the postseason. So, I mean, the moment has not been too big for him, and I don't think it will be hitting third tonight. All right, your father has broken the news that the Rangers will wear white jerseys and blue caps for ALCS Game 3. So I don't know if you've left the house yet or whatever, but just, uh, Chris, I just wanted you to have that information. You know, if you're sitting yeah. out in the stands and you want to coordinate, that does not totally sound like you, but I just wanted you to have that information in case you needed it. Well, you know, it's important breaking information he puts out every day before games. Uh, jersey colors, parking lots that are open, uh, you know, things like that. Need to know info. <laughs> Let him know we were giving him some shout-outs for that. I think you'll appreciate that. He'll, he'll uh, get now, out of it. The, the Rangers have a uh, gold glove finalist at catcher. came out today. 
first base, yeah. second base, shortstop, and right field. Uh, I think, and then we're getting real greedy, right, and go, well, why, why not Josh Young? Why not over to third base? Now, you, you're you someone who looked at all those metrics and looked at fan graphs and studies that kind of thing. I mean, this is pretty good representation. It's pretty amazing to have that many finalists. Did Was that a major snub or kind of a minor snub to Josh Young on these Gold Glove finalists? So I was actually listening to uh, Eric Nadell on another station on the Rangers radio network this afternoon, and he, they asked him about this as well, and he was surprised. I'm a little surprised as well. The only, I don't necessarily – I understand most of the hitting metrics. Some of the defensive metrics to me are a little bit harder to understand. The only reason I could think of that Young would not get be one of the finalists for the gold glove at third base is maybe because of the range. I mean, but as far as reaction plays go, he's been – as good as it gets, especially as a rookie. And he's made some outstanding plays here in the playoffs. I know the playoffs don't go into postseason award consideration, but that just puts those defensive skills on display for a larger audience. But yeah, I mean, my only thing, the only thing I could think of would be that it might be something to do with range, but at third base, to me, that's not really the top priority. The Priority at third base is reaction time. You got no time before a ball gets on you. And, you know, the best defensive third basemen are able to lunge and move laterally quickly one way or the other to make those stops. Made two great plays the other day. The one diving out into foul territory, or we ended up in foul territory. That was, uh, it makes the throw. That that was pretty incredible. I mean, that, and of course he had one, he makes an error on. So that it does happen from time to time. Rangers insider Chris Blake on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, uh, getting ready for game three of the ALCS. Max Scherzer back on the mound. I mean, it's great to say. It's kind of fun to think about seeing him out there. He should be comfortable, yet we still don't know exactly what to expect because he's been out so long uh, since September 12th. What are your expectations for Scherzer and like what does a what do you think I mean 70 pitches is what I've been kind of seeing obviously they'll see how he's doing uh is there are there traffic on the base pass what do you what do you think what are your expectations for for Scherzer in this spot I don't really know what to think about the outcome of the performance but I do think the intensity will be there and I do think he'll get through at least a couple of innings I know I know that's not really an answer. I just think it's such a wild card because this is such uncharted territory for a starting pitcher. You don't, there's not a lot of guys that come off the injured list during the postseason, having not made a rehab start, having not even gotten a little late regular season tune-up. He threw, I think it was what, 60 pitches in a simulated game the last time he put everything out there mm-hmm. and, that said he felt good. So we'll see how it goes. I could see maybe a few guys getting on early, but I think he'll settle down. I almost think back to his first start as a Ranger when he had some traffic in the first inning. I think he allowed a run or two, but ultimately settled down and got through five or six. I don't think he's going to get through five or six tonight with the pitch count he'll likely be on, but I could see a little bit, of shakiness early, but I think he'll settle down and give him something. And 
I think that he and the combination of Bruce Bochy and Mike Maddox, that is a lot of playoff experience in those three guys. And I think that they'll be able to feel the situation out well enough to see how much Max has to give tonight. Well, the Astros need a quick start, don't they? I mean, it, it, they, they have to be stunned after those first two games. Their fans were stunned. Uh, they And obviously they're very capable and have been a very been a better road team really than at home, which is just kind of weird. Um, what are you kind of what are you expecting? I mean, the Astro it just seems like they they will come out and they need to get something going immediately, maybe to blunt that crowd just a little bit. But boy, they are desperate for some early success in this game. At least that's the way I see it. I do too. I mean, I think. The Rangers have gotten out to early leads in each of the first two games, and that's something on the flip side that the Rangers need to do. This is not a team that has played well from behind all season long. So that's worked out to the Rangers' favor. But for the Astros, you know, this is a good team. I, I don't think they're going to roll over as much as I would enjoy it. I don't think the Rangers are going to sweep them. The Astros are too good of a team uh, to go down that quietly. But they do need to start getting some production from a couple of key guys, namely Jose Altuve uh, has, does not have a hit in this series yet. Uh, and Jose Abreu just hitting 143, one for seven so far in this series. And Altuve for the playoffs as a whole hitting just 160. Kyle Tucker's not really hitting uh, here in this series. And I mean, they just need to get some of these guys going if they – want to keep up with the Rangers and you know if the Rangers get some early runs I think that place is going to be rocking from the first pitch and if the Rangers get some early runs I mean game three against Baltimore it felt like the Orioles were out of it almost immediately and the Astros can't let that happen here in game three tonight if they want to you know extend the series and get back to Houston at some point all right in Christian Javier uh, for the Astros Walk us through kind of what to expect. He was pretty good. It seemed like in his last postseason start, struggled some during the season. Um, what what is it? What stands out about him, and uh, and and what is kind of the key to try to getting to him? Well, Christian Javier was so so during the regular season this year, but over the last two years, he's been outstanding as a postseason pitcher. You mentioned his start in the Astros divisional series Uh, last year. He also was one of their top postseason performers. I'm scrolling back quickly. Uh, In the world series last year against the Phillies, he went six shutout innings in his start in that series in the LCS against the Yankees last year. He went five and a third scoreless innings uh, and then five and five scoreless innings against the twins in the division series this year. So this is a guy who seems to have that ability as some pitchers do or some players do, I should say, to kind of tune it up when the lights are the brightest. He pitched to an ERA over four and a half this year, but his last three playoff starts indicate to me that he'll be locked in from the get-go tonight. And the Astros are going to need it because like we just talked about, keeping the Rangers off the board early is paramount uh, if Houston wants to stay in the series. I like how you can scroll and talk on the phone at the same time. It's very impressive. 
I mean, you're looking for stats. It's a millennial skill. I would say you do belong to that millennial crowd. Although, do you ever age out of that thing? I guess you're always stuck with being a millennial. Uh, Gen Gen X, which I'm a part of, we would not ever attempt to do such a thing. You'll never hear. (laughs) I had a few. I had a few pages open so I could reference stuff. Uh, during this call, depending on what you asked me about. So I was able to navigate to it relatively quickly. I like that. I like Mosley show notes. I don't, most of my guests do not do that level of preparation. The, the young Sandler, I do not know if he gets notes out before he appears with me. So I, I like that level of dedication. Now, LeClerc, where do you think, I mean, it's just so interesting how he can look like, uh-oh, he's lost, and then lock in. It's almost like he needs to be 3-1, and walk a couple of people, and then he locks in. I mean, where are you with this bullpen? Spores has been incredible. Isn't it wild, as many blown saves as they had this year, that now that feels like, well, it's kind of a strength. I mean, I think all of us think this could rear its ugly head at any moment, right? I mean, it's not like you see a Rawls Chapman and go, all right, I feel great. This, this inning's going to be quick. Like, nobody thinks that right now, yet they're getting the job done. I mean, and I guess that's all that matters at this point. I don't, I would still, I would hesitate to call it a strength. I think the starting pitching has been good and that's kind of what carried them throughout most of the regular season, especially when they were winning a ton of games in the first four months, it was, they were getting a lot of innings from the starting pitcher and limiting the exposure to the bullpen. And that's been the formula so far in the playoffs as well. And in these shorter series, with days off every three days at the max, I think it kind of gives you an opportunity to continue to do that. I mean, if assuming the Astros win one game in this series, they will have to play three days in a row in Arlington this week, which to me would make it interesting to see what Bruce Bochy would decide to do in games four and five with that bullpen. Because right now, I mean, you're right. They've been able to limit it to just these three guys. And while Chapman and LeClerc have had some pearl-clutching moments at some point, I mean, Spores has been awesome this playoff. We haven't had to see them use Will Smith or Chris Stratton. I'm interested to see how they deploy John Gray now that he's off the injured list and a part of this roster. Uh, We could see some of these guys that can give you a little length as well, Dane Dunning and Andrew Heaney, uh, which certainly – I'd be shocked if we didn't see one of those guys today following Max Scherzer. So there it's a bullpen construction. That's a little odd for the playoffs because you've got like four or five starting pitchers back there, essentially that can come out and give multiple innings if you need it. But I think limiting it so far to just your top three guys has been beneficial. And like you said, I know Rangers fans don't necessarily feel elated, when they see a role this Chapman trot out this month, uh, that's kind of the hand the Rangers have been dealt, and I think Bruce Bochy has uh, played it really well so far. All right, well, have fun out there, and uh, I, I tend to, unless somebody just drops a ticket, I kind of I love watching these things. I got to be honest, but if, if somebody like Chris Blake said, Mosley, I've got an extra, <laughs> I might come running out there. I don't know, but. It's going to be a fun night. Uh, please tell Harriet, uh, my my former colleague at the Dallas Morning News, your mom, that I said hello. I hope she didn't hear you say pearl clutching a minute ago. 
Uh, and then, uh, uh, by the way, are you still doing TCU women's basketball stuff? I am. I'm going to be uh, calling their games starting, geez, that's, uh, what, like three weeks away? It's, it's creeping up on us quick. That's pretty cool. Um, Mark Campbell, the new head coach, I'll admit that I had to kind of uh, look that up to refamiliarize myself with uh, Mark. This might be my first time. Uh, two seasons as head coach at Sacramento State. But uh, anyway, we've had some media days. That's kind of fun. So hopefully uh, hopefully the TCU team, he gets them headed in the right direction. Are you? Uh, has, he, has he brought in some portal folks? Could this be a competitive uh, a Horn Frogs team on the women's side? I think it'll be much improved. I mean, he brought in a lot of players via the portal, uh, including one that your listeners in Waco will be familiar with. Jaden Owens will be on this Horn Frogs women's basketball mm. roster. Uh, so the Baylor transfer. And he brought it, otherwise, a lot of players with West Coast ties. Uh, he was also an assistant at Oregon before he got the Sacramento State head job. Uh, player named Madison Connor. I went to practice a couple of weeks ago. She's from Arizona. I don't know if she missed a three the entire game. Uh, Sedona Price, who played at Oregon the last couple of years, or for her entire collegiate career, I should say, had declared for the WNBA draft and then uh, decided to go to TCU to play a year under Campbell. So there's definitely some talent uh, in Fort Worth. And, you know, this is a team that struggled to win any conference games the last couple of years. And I'd be surprised if they didn't, uh, you know, finish closer to 500 at least in league play. Okay, that's good. I'm glad you're going to practice. This coach was apparently uh, part of uh, recruiting Anescu, that great women's basketball player, now in the WNBA. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. So uh, uh, that'll, be, uh, that'll be good. Well, I'll be tuning in. I generally do not stop down for TCU women's basketball, but if you're on the mic, I will give it a listen, especially when they play the Bears. And Owen's a good player, by the way. She she can score, oh, yeah. she can dribble, and she's got West Coast ties because I think she started out at UCLA, but she's a good she player and, uh, and seems to have a great following out there on Instagram. So she'll be good for the team, and I think you'll enjoy being around her. All right, well, have a fun time, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, Matt. There he goes, Chris Blake, joining us. Uh, he did, with Nadell out this year, he filled in and did a lot of the radio pre- and post-game, also works for KRLD, and he's becoming the voice of the TCU women's basketball team. He went to TCU, so that's a very natural fit for Chris. Um, and uh, he used to hang out with us when I was doing radio in Dallas. He would come in when he was in college and sit in on the show and watch us do our thing. All right, it is uh, time to continue. Let's listen in a little bit. I want to hear what Scott Drew had to say at today's Big 12 Media Day. 